Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by millions, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by millions, Steve Dash Rinko Lieber. We're out here fighting the good fight, everybody. We've uh, a part of the greatest fight and fourth force on the face of the earth. We uh, we've been storming beaches in Normandy. We've been taking on German U-boats. We've <laughs> quite possibly mixed up World War One and Two with those <laughs> references. But I'll, t- <laughs> I'll tell you this: we're always fighting for truth and justice and wrong and wronger. So join us on the hunt for Red James Breakwell. Which means he's a commie. What? But <laughs> now, you, you're mixing up all the wars. <laughs> <laughs> James, we're coming out of the Fourth of July, man, and from all indications, yours involved copious amounts of alcohol. I did not remember our text conversation until you messaged me about this, and I saw that we'd actually talk back and forth. Yeah, that was. Uh, it was one of the. It was a rare night where I got to the next morning and I did not entirely remember what happened the day before. <laughs> it was, it's all right though. I was not in trouble with my wife, so it couldn't have been anything too terrible. So she's always she's always there just in case. So uh, yeah, what'd you do for yours? I, I imagine something awful and completely unfun. No, I was at a rock star's for. Oh, of that's party. right. Did you get banned? I did not get banned. <laughs> But the highlight of the night came after the rock star part. We went to pick up my son at a friend's house. Uh, it, no, his friend was at a, another person's party. Someone we we didn't even know. Yeah. And we didn't know anybody at the party. But we walked up the driveway. It was at this farm. So long driveway. And there were a bunch of people sitting in the driveway. And uh, one of them said, who are you? And I said, sorry, we're just here to pick up my son. Tall, long hair. Looks like he played in Guns N' Roses. <laughs> and as I'm saying that, a guy comes out of the garage drunk. Not Breakwell drunk. What? And we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but he said, hey, I'm Brian. I live here. And I said, hi, Brian. I'm Steve. And he handed me a bag of pork. And he said, have <laughs> some meat. And I said, done and done, sir. And then he said, you want another one? And I said, yes, I do. And he disappeared into the garage, got another one out of the fridge, handed me a second bag of meat. Wow. And they're in our freezer as we speak. That is an amazing level of hospitality that should be just universal. <laughs> when you meet a stranger on the street, they should hand you a bag of meat. I'm a now disappointed. I'm disappointed I've never had this happen before in my life. I, I clearly need my kids to make better friends. They have they have failed me greatly today. But let's talk about you. Okay, let's I do because... that. Is, that is my favorite topic. <laughs> Something happened to me over the weekend that does not happen to guys in their 50s. I had another dude drunk text me. No. And James, do you want to give any kind of context to this? I think you texted me first. You texted me, and I replied. I texted you like nine hours earlier. Yeah, but I was in I was in Minnesota, so the further north you get, the sketchier reception gets. Like, so I go through Iowa. Like half the state of Iowa is a dead zone for me. We've been in the car for <laughs> for hours and hours. Messages pop up randomly. Anyway, way out there in the boonies. When I happened to see the message on my phone, the first time I looked at it that day, I saw the message from you, and I replied. Because I am cordial, I am responsible, and when I see a message, I reply, even if it happens to be nine hours after it's sent. 
I don't even when when you texted, and I wish I didn't need my phone to record this because I would read the <laughs> verbatim, which would probably be the end of your career. <laughs> it was it, something to the effect of, "Oh my God, I've had a lot of alcohol." <laughs> <laughs> that might be an exact quote. Okay. We're a big Catholic family up there all day in the pool. Yeah, there was some alcohol consumed. I, I had finished. Okay, so here's where I went wrong. If you want to go break well mistakes 101 right here, let me just say where mistakes were made. So I have been doing whiskey. I've been sticking with whiskey for a long time. It's pretty safe because it tastes awful, so it kind of naturally limits itself. But the first night there, uh, me and one cousin, like, pretty much killed the bottle of whiskey. And there's a lot of cousins yeah. to go around. So the second day, they're like, don't, you know, they told me not to go out and buy whiskey because... They had stuff there, but most of what they had left is vodka. I don't do vodka. So I didn't want to be a hero. It's like, you know, whiskey, I'm going to drink it straight. I can't let Steve Olivas show me up. I'm going to, he's, you know, I'm sure he would bring that up if I was mixing it. But vodka, vodka is just a garbage alcohol. It's like, well, of course I'm just going to mix this. So I just mixed it with some pop and started drinking it, and I couldn't even taste it. And let me tell you, four or five hours later, it became clear that was a mistake. So, and then, and then all of a sudden, next thing I know, I'm texting you. Um, but I, there, there were no pictures exchanged. I merely, I, I think I just talked about how incredible, I think you were texting me to say that I set a record on your podcast. I am the first and second most listened to guests on your podcast. Yep, so I was merely exactly right. celebrating that fact. There was no profanity. There was nothing, but I was, I was merely stating facts. And by the way, by the yep. way, my drunk yep. texting, the grammar is impeccable. Is it not? It, it was. Yes. You uh, explained in great detail just how drunk you were. <laughs> the last part of my brain to shut down is the English major part. Like up until the end, like at the moment of my death, I will be properly punctuating sentences. Now, my wife and I were binging through Stranger Things season three and I got the text and uh, I can't remember what I wrote back to you, but then you wrote back to me and continued on about how drunk you were. <laughs> I said, all right, go sleep it off. I thought this was a conversation. I thought we were friends here. Clearly I misunderstood <laughs> our relationship. You texted me first, I replied, you replied back, I replied again. I mean, by that point in the night, pretty much everybody else had gone to bed. So I was really out of options of people to talk to. It was you or nobody. So uh, <laughs> you are my last choice. Let's be clear on that. Well, very good. And I understand you also are a Stranger Things fan. Yes, I was actually binging it tonight. I was very disappointed to shut it off to come down here and talk to you. But that's my compliment <laughs> to you for the week, is you actually went someplace cool. You will never be cool. Yeah. You'll never do anything cool. But you were at a place that was cool. You happened to be at the mall where they filmed Stranger Things Season 3. And I'm kind of jealous. I literally just happened to be there. I was dropping my son off at a friend's house. Now, I live in Nashville. This is four and a half hours yeah. away. But he's got hockey practice with his team in Atlanta this mm -hmm. week. So I was his friend lives two miles from that mall. Oh, wow. And I was, I, as I always do when I watch things, I go on Wikipedia and read about it. And for their production, they filmed it at this mall in Duluth, Georgia. And uh, as we're driving to his house, I'm like, oh, my God, we're like a mile off the freeway <laughs> from this place. And so I had to go do a selfie. Was it, uh, I imagine the parking lot was completely deserted and you were the only person interested in being there? Well, it was deserted not only because of that. I actually expected to see a few sort of sightseers. Yeah. Like, I took a, I have a selfie. I think you watched Breaking Bad, didn't you? Yeah, I watched Breaking Bad. 
Okay, I took, I've got a selfie in front of Walter White's house. Oh. I was in Albuquerque, and I took a picture there. And there were a couple people kind of hanging out in the street. That was still when the show was popular. Uh -huh. So I kind of expected, because season three had just dropped on Thursday. Saturday, I'm, or Sunday, I'm at this mall. But anyway, it's a dead mall, so there's nobody, mm -hmm. like, it's yeah. uh, nothing there. There was, like, one car that was kind of parked sideways in front of me, but <laughs> otherwise there was nobody there. You know, let me just a friendly tip for how to improve your selfies because you tend to take a lot of them. You take them with, you know, movie sites. You take them with state capitals. But here's how you can improve that. You know the part mm -hmm. where your face is in the picture? Just take your yeah, face out yeah. of the picture. Just get the face out of there. It'll be a beautiful shot of a mall or a state capital or something else. Like, I don't know why you keep putting that old guy in front of it. You just you, you completely ruin the ambiance. I, I think the word selfie has self right in the title. Get, it? get rid of the selfie part then. Just take pictures. Be a photographer. Your, <laughs> your face. That's the thing. There was a time when people had cameras and they took pictures of things other than their own faces. Go back to that time and just take pictures of other things. Fabulous. Well, I don't know what episode of Stranger Things you're on, but the season was fantastic. So I loved season three. We are five minutes from the end of episode six. It's kind of an important part. And here I am talking to you. Let's get this oh over my with. God. <laughs> it's just ramping up, man. It is. Ugh. All right, well. This is uh, not a critique on all of pop culture. This is Wrong and Wronger, where we debate <laughs> things that mean nothing to nobody, just like most of our intro means nothing to nobody. But today, James, what topic are we going to take on with the roughly 15 seconds that we have left? <laughs> we are going to take on, should you have a beard or no beard? Which is better on guys, beard or no beard? Ah, Hot debate on Twitter. Some women really into the beard, some women not really into the beard. And uh, not since Smith Brothers cough drops have beards been so popular on guys and the two co-hosts notwithstanding. Yes. Now, James, given all of the prelude, do we have to exchange compliments at this point? I believe I complimented you for going to a cool place while being uncool yourself. That was a compliment. And you and might have kind of sort of complimented you, you, me when you were talking about my, my drunk texting. I'm not sure if there was a compliment <laughs> squeezed in there or not. It was entertaining. I'll tell you that. I'm reading them out loud to my wife across the room, thinking these are the people I hang out with. James Breakwell. Okay. Oh. All right. <laughs> oh, beers. I haven't lit this little cigar, but it's a sweet. And so I'm kind of sucking on the wrapper. It tastes good. James, what are the <laughs> that non sequitur brought to you by a 50 cent cigar from a gas station? James, what do you, the two sides represent for you today? Heads are beards, tails are no beards. All right. Heads are beard. And ironically, George Washington, no beard, and it is heads. I am beards. You have beards. All right, this is going to be real quick and simple and to the point. A beard shows you have testosterone. A beard shows you're a man. It shows you can, you can grow that facial hair. You've passed puberty. You've made it. There are hipsters out there in New York who pay for beard implants because they can't grow a beard to fit in. Are you in. kidding? No, this is a real thing. I haven't read about it for a few years, but for a while there at the height of the beard craze, they were, they were getting the implants plugged in because they wanted to fit in. They wanted to appear to be manly men. Uh, it just it keeps your face warm. It, it hides the face fat. It's, that, it's one less decision you have to make in the morning. It, it makes you look distinguished. I think in general, women prefer beards. I think guys prefer beards. And most of all, both of us have beards. How can you possibly argue you shouldn't have a beard when you yourself have a beard? That, my friend, is checkmate. <clears throat> James, um, both of us kind of have beards. What? You are the human alpaca. <laughs> I, my beard looks like some, some weeds growing up through cracks and unkempt concrete. But 
Beards in general, I, I don't know. I don't know that women like beards as much as they think they do because aesthetically they might be pleasing, but from a pragmatic standpoint, they really have nothing going for them. Beards are scratchy. Like, uh, what chick wants to make out with a dude who's got a big, bushy beard? Like, to me, that's just one of the grossest things I can think of. Uh, kids, uh, you've got uh, 27 kids running around your house. You know, they grab your eyeglasses, they grab your hair, they grab your beard. Like, it's just less bogeys for your kids to go after to injure you. And uh, it's hot. It's summertime. It's humid to the point that my sweat glands are tired today, James. <laughs> I don't want an extra beard weighing down my face. And you know, oh, so, <laughs> someone's ringing into my studio phone that I don't need. Nobody has the number except you. But uh, you should, it's, the it's the a telemarketer. Is, Put them on. They'll be our first guest. <laughs> you probably have some <laughs> life insurance I'd like call. to sell you. <laughs> With Peggy from Russia. Yeah. <laughs> The last thing about beards, and this is one that I truly don't like. Now, your beard is well-kept. My beard is usually transient. I'll shave it off when I go on the road next time. But some of the hipstery kind of stuff, it gets out of control. And it just looks... It looks gross. It looks like it smells bad. It looks like there's like woodland creatures making nests in the beard and the guy would never know because it's so thick and unruly. It's like the guy could take several punches directly to the face and not even feel it. He's got a mattress between his skin and the air. I don't know. I just think it's a cleaner look without the beard. And too few guys are kemping it now. They're, they're too unkempt. The whole hipster movement's gotta go and I'm gonna start with beards. You can't you can't get rid of beards altogether because a few guys don't know how to take care of them. That's like saying you we should get rid of hair because some people have bad hair. No, there is good hair and there is bad hair. You just gotta take care of it. You gotta you gotta put in the effort. I trim it like once a month. Like it is the lowest maintenance thing you can do. You just let it grow out a little bit rather than letting it grow for six months at a time. Once every four weeks, trim it back a bit. It takes five minutes. It's not a problem. It just uh, it, it kind of completes the whole look. It gives it gives your face symmetry. You got hair on top. You got hair on the bottom. What more do you need? <laughs> and I never, you never hear, you never hear women when they talk about somebody like, oh yeah, I'm dating this new guy. He's so clean shaven. Like that is not an attribute they describe positively about anyone. If they have a beard, they might mention a beard. They won't mention the lack of beard and certainly not as an asset. Like, oh goody, he doesn't have any facial hair. He might be 12. We don't know. You don't hear guys bragging in the locker room in, the, in high school. Yeah, look at me. I don't have a single hair on my face. Like that's, that is not something you would do. Everybody wants to be able to grow beards even if, even if you choose not to have one at the current point the ability to grow a nice thick beard is a, a true milestone of manhood and if you can't you might have to go in one of those one of those commercials for low tea they're always going on about i'm sure you probably get calls from <laughs> telemarketers for those too you're right in their target age bracket it's just it, it, it's it's something that i think every guy wants to be able to grow a good beard and uh the ones who get rid of it i think they've always got some extenuating circumstance because i think i think if push came to shove if we were just left to our own devices, I think every guy who could grow a beard would grow a beard. And that would be that would be paradise. That's that's the world we should be shooting for. And uh, and if you want to miss out on that, Steve, I, I don't understand at all. You know, another one of those gateways of adolescence is having your armpits start to stink. But <laughs> I think we have remedies for that. Like uh, just because teenage boys like it doesn't mean it's a good thing. 
And uh, it's fine for single guys that never want to date chicks, but there was like a razor or a, a cream, a shaving cream commercial a while ago where the guy was clean shaven. At the end of the commercial, the woman, like his woman was like rubbing her face on his like a kitty cat and sort of stroking <laughs> it because that smooth skin was so appealing to her that I don't, no woman wants like rug burns on her face after making out with her guy. Nah, the beard's, it's got to go, James. Well, luckily for you and me, uh, beard or no beard, nobody's getting close to these faces so <laughs> the great equalizer i'm gonna go ahead and declare an end to this podcast and roll because i got some stranger things i need to watch yeah you do man it's good too i tell you you it, talking to me is great that's just marginally better <laughs> okay well marginally yes i'm gonna i will take your word for that so all right i'm gonna roll here if you want to vote for beards which obviously you do no other incentive needed vote for 46, and we really don't need to roll for the other ones, but I guess if you just want, as a joke, to vote for Steve, to maybe give him a few pity votes, vote for 23. And if you want to throw your vote away, vote for 33. All right. Well, James has to skedaddle down to the TV room now that the kids are in bed and he can watch Stranger Things while his wife dreams of the day he shaves that beard. <laughs> if you want to vote for James, vote 46. If you want to vote for me, vote Michael Jordan, LeBron James, all the superstars wear number 23, and Dr. Steve ain't no exception to that. One <laughs> number you need to know so I can win again this week. We won't talk about that. James skipped right over it. And I throw sure your vote did. Away, vote for <laughs> so until next week, when we return to completely befuddle you with how we can possibly do this for over 100 weeks in a row. This is Steve Olivas, Dr. Steve, talking for James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell, saying thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and as always, remember, two wrongs can make a right. <laughs>